Hi, I'm Martine Felton, author of You Love, You Learn. You're listening to Moments of Grace with Dr. Butler. Hello, my name is Adriana. Did you know that there are half a million amazing kids in foster care? I read a book called The Crystal Kingdom to bring awareness to amazing families like mine. When you purchase my book on eBay, a portion of the proceeds will go to a foster care organization to help these amazing families. Think in advance, like my dad always says, keep the light on. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. I know that you are having a wonderful day because you're wonderful. You're beautiful. And everything that was created about you, the fact the world word tells us that we were fearfully and wonderfully made. With that said, I know in my heart of hearts that you know that you're beautiful. And even if you don't know you're beautiful, the Song of Solomon over in 4 and 7 tells us you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. That's how God feels about you. There are no flaws in you. Even though the society that we live in tries to go against that, hear what the wisest man that ever lived said. He said, there's no flaws in you. My guest today is a great friend of mine. I love her very dearly. I'm telling you, she is just a phenomenal later lady. She's a, a politician, a preacher, extraordinary, not just a preacher, preacher extraordinaire, a teacher extraordinaire, uh, a wife. I'm not even gonna let her introduce herself. I'm doing it for her. <laughs> so <laughs> she's a city councilwoman uh, in the area that she lives in. She is an author. And uh, we would like to welcome to Moments of Grace, Dr. Soretta Smith. Welcome, Dr. Smith. Thank you so much for the the, the introduction. I just am just so humbled and uh, just excited to be here today and just thank God for all the things that he's put in me and, in, and is allowing me and enabling me to do. And I just hope that I make him proud and I make a difference. Amen. Amen. And you are. And you are. You, you have such a, um, a drive and such a motor. Um, where, where did that come from? Before we get into our discussion, my sister, where did that drive in that motor? Cause I, you know, I've seen you out on, on the campaign trail. I've seen you out on issues in the community that other people and other politicians won't even touch. So, so where's that drive coming from? Well, you know what? I think that, um, I get all this from my grandmother. Okay. Rest her soul. Okay. Um, gotcha. yeah, my grandmother was, she was a trailblazer. Okay. She was one of the very first women to even preach, uh, wow. in the Methodist denomination. Uh, wow. she stood in rooms where sometimes she was the only woman in the room Okay. and she trailblazed and she, you know, I, I got all this passion and energy the mantle literally right is doubled on you right she passed that mantle to me literally. <laughs> yeah i got you i got you well i i know um and i don't know is your grandmother is she gone on to be with the lord she left me two years ago three I years ago you. i got you well needless to say i know she is proud of you because because i'm proud of you, you know Thank uh when you. i see 
when I see what you're doing in your community and the, uh, I guess you would say the battles that you'll take on um, and the, the places that you step, uh, you know, the word talks about going in places that angels fear to tread. You know, you're that kind of person to me that you, you uh, take on these battles that, uh, you know, people would say, well, you know, well, why is she doing that? Well, you know, if she doesn't do it, who will? You know, it's one of those things. And so I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud to be your friend and and proud to have you on the show. And and you have written a new book, The Black Sheep, that is a children's book. And uh, I was so excited when I, I saw it come out. I said, oh, goodness gracious, how in the world is Lady Fine Time to do any of this? So how is the book going? Wow, we are so, so, so excited. Um, I can tell you that when our debut was just phenomenal, the turnout, the feedback, um, not only did the kids enjoy the book, but adults are enjoying the book. Um, and, uh, you know, we're getting some royalties checks. All right, now. Uh, All right. Say that. <laughs> we're getting, we've been getting a royalty check every month. It's not, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, but, you know, I don't despise small beginnings. Small beginnings, so, amen. Um, so that tells me that the book is reaching the masses. Right. Right. You know, people are ordering the book all across the country, mm -hmm. all across the world. And Good. so I'm excited that the message, the message is getting out to the people and to the children specifically. Wonderful. And speaking of the message, share with us, share with us the onus of the book. So growing up, um, we I grew up in a what they call it today. They call it a blended family. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So uh, my brother, my brother and I share the same father. Um, and I had a sister, you know, they call her half sister. I don't do yeah. the half stuff. Yeah, She's my sister. You know how somebody, how we cut somebody in the half <laughs> to make them half. But anyway. <laughs> so same father, different mother. Gotcha. And so anytime you have a blended family, now I know these things. I didn't know those things back then. I don't even think our parents knew how to navigate those types of situations right. back then either. Right. But there were challenges. And so I felt I didn't feel like my family loved me as equally as they loved my brother and sister. Um, I was being teased and bullied at school about my size. I was very thin. And so okay. I didn't love myself. And I talk about in my original book, The Black Sheep, a leader in these latter days. How I remember at five years old, just a voice saying, you're the black sheep, right? So what five-year-old knows about? Where did you think that came from? Is is, do you, is this something that was, because um, definitely not culturally, because you are, you're, you're fairly lighter hue. So not culturally, where, where did that thought process come from? Where well, do you that, think it came from? I, you know, and when God brought me to this, this place, you know, in my twenties where he wanted to deal with this because I grew up saying it, okay. I grew up, wow. even in my adult life, you know, you, you just meet people, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Right, right. So it seemed like we, I would always find the other people who thought they were the black sheep as well. And, you know, we would boast and brag, you know, like I'm the black sheep of my family. Right. Um, Almost it, a badge of courage. Uh, uh, exactly. Almost like a badge of courage, right? A badge right, right. of uh, exactly. Right. But I talk about in the book how I believe that 
um, de depending on uh, God's purpose uh, to use you in this earth realm in the kingdom, depending on what that purpose is, not that the enemy knows what that is, but right. he may, you know, have an idea, idea. or get right. a glimpse based on the things that he sees taking place in your life. And I believe that the enemy began to attack me so young uh, to deter me right. um, from being the leader. Because right. as I did my research and found out that the black sheep are called the leader sheep. Come because on when cattle ranchers go out, they put the black sheep out front mm. because all of the other sheep will follow, follow. the black sheep. Mm. And so when God had me research sheep, come on now. And the black sheep came up. I just started crying. I was like, oh God, no, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to confront this. Right. But God knew that he had to deal with that issue because of where I was going. Mm. Right? Because hurting people hurt people. Rejecting right. people reject people. You know, it's it's a cycle. So and so uh when I started researching the black sheep and it, and it said the black sheep are the leadership, it was just like, oh my God. Hmm. And it was, and the guy just, you're, you're not going to fit in. You're not supposed to fit in. Right. Exactly. You know, I <laughs> exactly. think you're unique for a purpose. Right. You know, right. you're going to lead people. People are going to follow you. Hmm. You know, you're going to lead people. You know, it's the, it's not, it's the, I'm an eagle, not a chicken. There you go. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? And so that's that's how the whole black sheep began to uh, 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 the journey, the movement, if you will, began to take form. And then during COVID, uh, well, prior to COVID, I had the idea to write the children's book okay. and write it on a level because we hear about so much bullying in the school. That's right. So yeah. many kids, kids as young as 10 years old committing suicide. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, you know what? I need to get this message out. Right. I, I need kids to see, you know what? They teased me too. They called me olive oil. They mm. called me, you know, toothpick. They, they called me all those things. Um, but I found a way where I began to love myself because I didn't love myself. I didn't like how I looked. Right. And so we were shut in with COVID and uh, I sat down, found, found an illustrator and voila, we have the black sheep, a book that speaks to kids about a sheep who's born into this family. And um, when he's born, he's black in color. And he looks at himself in the mirror and he sees that he's different. Right. And right. he becomes very sad because he's different. And no matter what his parents tell him to convince him that they love him, that it doesn't matter that he doesn't look like the other sheep. And that one day, you know, he's going to understand why he's different and he's going to do something spectacular one day. And so I appreciate that, Dr. Dr. Smith, um, you know, with, with what you're sharing about the book and and how he didn't love his family. What I'd like to do is take a small break. And, and when we come back, we want to uh, we want to finish our conversation about your book, um, because so many times we uh, are in situations where we we don't feel the best about ourselves because of something that's said because of what's seen and everything. So uh, when we come back, let's, let's continue our discussion about your book. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Wonderful. This is Dr. Adrian Butler. We're talking with Dr. Soretta Smith, who has written a wonderful children's book 
uh, the black sheep. And when we come back, we're going to finish our conversation. We're going to probably veer off a little bit. This is my, this is my dear friend. We're going to probably veer off a little bit. We're going to talk about the book, but we're going to veer off a little bit and talk about some other issues also. So stay with us here. This is Dr. Ray Jerome Butler. We'll be right back after these announcements. What if you worked as hard as you could, but still couldn't make all of your obligations? You worked two or three jobs and you still couldn't make ends meet. You know, most Americans are living from paycheck to paycheck. And some of our American brothers and sisters, even our veterans, are already living in shelters, living in their cars or dwellings, not even suitable for human dwelling. Well, we have something to help the poor. It's called the Grace Project. But the Grace Project is an initiative to build clean, affordable homes for our homeless families and veterans. They have to go through a rigorous process. We don't just give them homes. And we put them in a position where they no longer have to live in a shelter or in places not suitable for human dwelling. If you'd like to learn more, please go to www.graceproject.info or you can give at graceprojecthomes.com. Again, www.graceprojecthomes.com. All one word. And we'll see you on the other side. Let's get some of these families and our veterans off the street. God bless you and have a day of grace. back and we are talking with dr soretta smith who has written a children's book the black sheep you know uh we all of us have uh, uh something different about us I, I, dr smith i i really think that diversity is one way that god keeps us humble because whether i and and, and I, i'm not patting myself on the back but i'm just being very honest uh, when I was stationed in Germany, I, I uh, used to date a young lady. She was a beauty queen. She she was, uh, uh, I guess you would say, second or third run up. I don't know what that is. You know, there in, in Germany, um, as far as going on to Miss Universe, and how she felt about herself was 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 always just mind blowing to me, because she was she was, you know, aesthetically beautiful, but she saw her own flaws. You know, and I think we all have those flaws, but but sometimes we magnify those flaws where they um, become more than what they are. Or you have people that you didn't see the flaws, but they'll bring them out and and, and again magnify them. So as we we talk about your book, The Black Sheep, um, you know, you were saying that he looked at himself, and and you kind of had that struggle yourself, you know, with the bullying and everything. How did you get past that? And then maybe that might be also a thread that's in the book as well. So like, uh, like I was saying, you know, I, I believe I was in my early 20s. I was stationed in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one day, you know, God just, I had, you know, newly born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. So I'm having these encounters where God is, is literally peeling away the layers. Mm -hmm. 
of the trauma of my life and all right. the things that I've been through up to this point. Okay. And I think that, I want to say that was the last thing, but that was probably one of the, at that season of my life, one of the last major things that was really holding me back um, because my self-worth, my self-value, my self-esteem, you know, I didn't love me. I didn't value me. I didn't uh, see myself as, as being um, the person who one day would run for office or doing those mm -hmm. types of things. Gotcha. And so it was really... Uh, a come to Jesus moment okay. um, that 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 a place where God brought me to and, and it was just it was almost like a listen we're gonna deal with this today <laughs> right right <laughs> and when and when we dump and when we walk away from them it's this is done it's done it's so right. I came back from Germany a different person wow right I came back from Germany a person who knew who she was, who was confident, who loved herself, who was comfortable in her own skin. And you know, the enemy tried me many times when I stepped back into America and I would say, I'm not going back to that place. Exactly. exactly. Because I had found, it was it was freeing, it was liberating, you know. And in the book, um, he, he runs away because he's different. And that's what I did. I joined the army and I ran away from my family. Gotcha. I got as, you know, as far away. And so in the book, he runs away. Um, but when he runs away, he runs into the other sheep. And they're like, let's play. Right. And he's right. like, let's play. And they're like, yeah, your wool is so cool. Like, you're cool. Right. right. But right. he didn't—he didn't see himself like that. That's right. And so right. in Germany, I, I like I said, I, I came to Christ. I was surrounded by all of these people who saw all these things in me that, that didn't I didn't see, see in myself. Right. right. And so you know, he plays with the sheep, and he, he comes to find out it's like they don't see me the way that I see me. Right. You know. And um, and then the farmer, farmer, the farmer comes along who uh, I made the farmer, uh, the character of the farmer to look like my husband mm -hmm. um, as, as and it was twofold because, you know, we don't see a lot of um, depictions of African-American farmers. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to do that, but I also wanted to honor my husband in a way. And then when he shows up to try to get the sheep to go back, he that's what I bring in the part about the leader because the sheep wouldn't move. And then when the. Once the black sheep got in front, the uh, sheep began to follow. Gotcha, gotcha. And so he understood, like his parents told him, one day you're going to understand mm. why you're different. Mm. And in that moment, he understood why God had created him different. Gotcha. And so in that experience, that whole Germany experience, I understood why God had created me and made me who I am and the person that I was. And I finally embraced that. Gotcha. That's what I want kids to do. Um, and I think we, this message, we need to hit them, especially in this generation early, because Dr. Bell, I remember coming home and running into a high school teacher. Um, I had just had my second son and uh, she, she commented, oh my God, look at you. You turned out so well. I remember how the kids used to tease you and pick at you. I didn't even know she knew because right. she never intervened. Right. She right. never stepped in to say, one, this is wrong. Stop it. And number two, you're beautiful just the way you are. Right. right. And I think that's the message um, that I want 
parents to take, I want the kids to take, is you're beautiful just the way you are. And we're all different. God made us that way. We It would be boring if we if we were all the same, it would be boring. You, you know, I, I, I love to, um, to buy sister Butler, uh, since we've been married going on 14 years, I've always 15 years, excuse me. I've always bought her roses. Uh Um, and, and usually red roses, um, because that's where I started, but you know, what's more beautiful to me is a bouquet of, of flowers. Yeah. Because of all the all the, the different colors and yes. the different fragrances. Yes. You know, it's it's uh it, it is so much beautiful to have in, in your home and to be around. And and I truly believe that's where God has has made us different yeah. for, for those reasons. Yeah. Is that um because uh, I always like uh, uh, you know, in my teaching I always teach that he has you here for a purpose. Right. And, and that purpose is to solve a problem. And, uh, you know, a a screwdriver is there as a tool that a hammer can't do. And a hammer is there for a tool that a scalpel (laughs) can't do. So every tool has its purpose. And and that's the same thing for us. God has put us here Mm -hmm. for to solve a problem. And everybody that looks the same, act the same and everything else can't solve the problem that God needs us to solve. And so God has you has you here to uh to solve a problem let me say you do it very well you do it extremely extremely well we think think the world of you and and you and your husband and and like i said you know we've had an uh, an occasion to be in some classes together and just sure i love i love my i love beautiful minds i I don't you know beautiful people okay i'm I'm sorry and everybody's beautiful but beautiful people okay y'all okay you know my audience y'all okay you look in the mirror everybody beautiful all right but what dr butler love is a beautiful mind i love thinkers and people that uh that uh can think out the box and you are definitely an out of the box thinker well, you inspire us. I'm telling you, it's no. nothing like sitting under. When I hear Dr. Butler is teaching, I'm I'm clearing my calendar. I'm oh, to, okay, I got I'm in the place. Listen to you, hush all up, because you you add something to the class every time. So I don't even try it. <laughs> Dr. Smith, what's what's next for you? You've 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 uh, you've been a, a, a soldier. You you're a mother, wife, um, not just a politician. Uh, I you know. You can you can be a, a a politician that is caught up in party, or you can be a politician that's caught up in people. Absolutely. And I see you that's that kind of politician. Um, been an activist, um, you know. Uh, I know you have worked very closely with the unions and other things, and and I see your pictures on Facebook and everything. I'm like, go girl, there you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what what's next for you? What what's next for for Dr. Soretta Smith? Wow, that's a good question. Loaded, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's loaded, man. I, you know, I have aspirations to uh, be in the nation capital one day uh, as a congresswoman. Wonderful, Uh, wonderful. So, you know, that so that political arena is still bubbling, Mm -hmm. uh, bubbling on the inside of me. Um, But right now, I'm just really enjoying local government. Okay. Um, I love local government because they're not supposed. There's not supposed to be any party politics. Um, involved in local government and you can get a lot accomplished you can really um, get down get in the trenches and connect and really touch the people right and that's what's the that's what's exciting for me 
um, is being able to really connect and touch the people and let people know that somebody cares about, genuinely cares about them. Um, and that's genuine, that is genuinely um, an advocate for them um, and their family. And so I'm just enjoying that right now. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what, you know, what the Lord says and, uh, and which direction that he takes us in. But I, I know, I believe that I'm in the political arena um, for a while. And okay. uh, we'll see where we're gonna go. Great things <laughs> for you that are coming, and and uh, you have you definitely have our support and whatever we can do and how we can get the word out. Please let us know. Well, we appreciate you so much, and thank you for the opportunity to come on and just uh, plug the book. And uh, you know, people can get it on Amazon and um, be looking for me. We're gonna start a book tour, and uh, Mr. Smith and I, and he's gonna dress up like Farmer Sterling. All and, right, uh, now. Uh, and so the kids loved it when he dressed up and uh, he, he they really embraced him and uh, and the message was really embraced. And to Wonderful. hear the kids say, you know, to ask the kids questions and to hear the kids regurgitate back to you, hmm. right? The message of the book. Got you. Got nothing you. like it. I got you. Oh, got you. Got nothing you. like it. Got you. Well, you, um, with, with all that you're doing and, and everything, Dr. Smith, thank you so much for taking our time to come on Moments of Grace. Tell us one more time how they can get the book. And and um, uh, I know you're extremely busy, but are you open to uh, any talking engagements or speaking engagements as well? Absolutely. So again, the book is on Amazon.com. It is in English and we also printed a Spanish version. Oh, awesome. So it is in English and in Spanish. Okay. Um, Black Sheep, Soretta Smith out on Amazon and absolutely we are, you know, we are willing to come and uh, speak and um, do readings with kids. Uh, and again, we, you know, we're going to be doing a tour here really soon. So yeah, uh, hit me up. Uh, I am on Facebook, uh, author Soretta Smith. And okay. you can find us on Facebook at author Soretta Smith and all of my books are there um in the black sheets there and there's information there about bookings and all that good stuff wonderful wonderful well your uh, information will also be in the show notes from this interview and so if um if you have to, you don't want to rewind and get all of that just check check in the uh, in the bottom here of the show notes and and you'll see how to get in contact with dr smith as well well dr smith thank you so much for being here with us and and how, how are the boys doing the boys are doing well um you know one's married uh and one's uh, in Kennesaw and it's just doing his thing. Now, and, now you um, had one that when COVID hit, he came home and we had discussion about that. Yes, so. I, I had just posted my picture on Facebook about what the empty nest, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember. And then what? It wasn't even a month later. And he, he's um, back home. COVID, they shut school down and he came home. And I think, you know, we had finally gotten adjusted to the house being quiet and stuff. Right, right. And even the dog would come in the room and look at us like, what in What's... the world is going on? Like, <laughs> really? Right, uh, right. Yeah, so he's back. He graduated. He finally graduated. And then uh, the the oldest um, is in D.C. Grandbaby's about to turn one. So the boys are doing well. We're extremely proud of them. And we're just thankful to God 
for keeping our family and, and just all the great and wonderful things um, that he's doing for us. So we're wonderful. proud of him. Wonderful. Well, we got to have you back, Dr. Smith. You know, you've been with us since we, this is our third season and, and you we've had you on each season. So we got to get you back. All right. Give Wonderful. The family my love. There you go. We sure will. Well, we've been talking with Dr. Soretta Smith here on Moments of Grace. Dear hearts, listen, listen, listen. I don't care what has been said about you. It does not matter what you see in the mirror. When God looks at you, guess what? Let me back you up and, and let me let you know something. That flesh that you're looking at don't mean a thing to God. He's looking at the spirit the beauty that he created and poured in you before the foundation of the world. That spirit that he poured in you has everything that you're ever going to need. It is so powerful that he's giving you the same authority through Jesus Christ to heal and transform this world. Dr. Smith is doing it right now. And just like she said, he has no respective person. If he could do it for you, if he could do it for her, he can definitely do it for you. And with that said, you know, we love you and you can't do anything about it. We'll see you next time on Moments of Grace. Remember to love God, love life and keep the light on. Take care.